Get it going for 9-11-2023, baby. Just start the start the pod, right? Yeah. I already had mine open, so. You get the pst. Yeah. <laughs> but what's up, everybody? We'll, uh, we'll go, go ahead and actually, before we start anything, I would like to announce that we've gotten our first sponsor. What, what? First real sponsor. Very excited. And it is Honor Guard Coffee. So I uh, I had a really good friend in basic training, AIT, and then she ended up getting med boarded out the Army right before me. And she has a friend who has started Honor Guard Coffee. Honor Guard Coffee's mission is simple yet powerful. They, his plan is to pair every service dog with a vet or a service dog with every vet. That's what saved his life, and he believes it could save more. I couldn't think of another mission that aligns with ours so well, and I'm very fortunate that we now have this on our side. So go on ahead and head over to Honor Guard Coffee. But with that, and there we are. Intro, baby. We'll get a we'll get a better ad going, but we wanted to just cook up a nice little podcast for y'all on 9-11. Go over a couple conspiracies, and uh, if you want to call them a conspiracy, and just kind of analyze nine eleven, analyze how it how it affected everybody's mind, and where we should go from there. Kev, what you got to say, man? Yeah, no, it's a problem. I think where a lot of us are into, I guess, conspiracy theories, and I mean, I think to trust the government's word at face value now is just you know, flat out stupid. I think he, I, I honestly, I, I think you'd have to be kind of an idiot to believe the government's word on anything at face value. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that they can't be genuinely kind of correct. But with 9-11, it's tricky because I have like a lot of family members that were, you know, directly impacted by that. And it's like, how do you kind of balance respecting their side with the, all the weird kind of stuff you hear about happening? I mean, we're going to get into all that, but our big focus is remembering the real victims of 9-11, everyone that died that day. But I think in their honor, it would only be wise to look at everything that happened then and not just say, oh, the government said this. It had to be true. Yeah, uh, that's kind of what I wanted to go through, too. Is it's kind of similar to the invasion of Iraq, or of course, it correlates with the invasion of Iraq and the way that affected us veterans. I mean, we want to know the truth. And that's just simply, simply put, we went over there, fought for the country. We, we want to know the truth. And at some point after getting back from a deployment or something, when I first touched down, I was like, all right, what what am I actually here for? Like, <laughs> you know, what's like, going on here? Yeah, what's, what's going on? What am ain't, I here for? Ain't nothing around here, bro. The people can barely speak a language. Yeah. They're living in mud huts. <laughs> and this is the enemy? Like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Come on. Come so, on. Come on. We'll catch y'all there. Episode 53, baby. Feeling good about it. And we're going live. So before we get started, check out the description, Honor Guard Coffee, and our episode with Uncle Eric, Kevin's uncle, who was in 9-11 there, present, had a couple photos for us, and um, 
yeah, just give it a look. It's a nice, nice rundown from someone who was actually there. Yes, sir. Yes, but, sir. but the big butt, dude. Big butt. Big old, <laughs> big old butt. Big old, big old butt. If y'all don't know, we, when we sound check, that's what we say: is big butts, big butts, so. big butts, big butts, big butts. Hope A we're sounding old, good, feeling good. I'm feeling good, bro. Big yeah. old butt with this whole 9/11 situation. Yeah, big old butt with this 9/11 thing. Man, it's uh, it's weird because now everything's coming out. I mean, at least with COVID, we were lucky. We we have like technology and everything, so we know the facts around COVID way sooner. Because imagine if like COVID was a 9-11 thing and we learned all the facts 20, 20 years later. Yeah, I'm sure there's yeah. going to be some shit that comes up. But it, yeah, I, I got to believe it's like now where we know what happened more than they did back then. Right. Right. But it's like still, you know, it, it's almost at the point that we know what happened. It'll be too late. Yeah. But no, yeah, I'll, that's true. We probably will learn a lot more about COVID as that shit, you know, as the year. Yeah. Goes. I wonder if there was uh, skeptics like, let's say like a month after 9-11, thinking like, there's no way, come on. Probably, but they probably were like hella scared to speak up too. Yeah, I mean, like you're saying, balancing, balance, balancing the skepticism while not affecting, like not affecting your empathy towards the ones involved. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like that that's that's how I was. It was hard it was hard for me to balance why I was truly in Iraq and Afghanistan with the fact that I mean we're all still over there fighting and we all still gave our lives to go do that. And it's hard for me to feel any toward any type of self empathy. Like what what's my problem, dude? We I was over there, I was fighting, who cares? You got the window, time. bro. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, dude, I, I battled this for like a year and a half, two years where I was just thinking to myself, I can't believe I got, I can't believe the government got me like that. Like I can't <laughs> believe God, it got so bad. But on top of that, like it didn't take me years to figure it out. I, I, or I guess it took me a couple of years, but it didn't take me 20 years. Like Tucker Carlson saying his biggest mistake. I, I think this was on the Nelk boys podcast. He had his biggest mistake in all of journalism that they asked, hey, what was your biggest mistake? He said, supporting the Iraq war. He caveated that with, I didn't, I didn't have all the details. We didn't have like an internet. We didn't have everybody on Twitter saying this about this or whatever it was. All the facts weren't coming out and all the different perspectives weren't coming out. So he didn't know. And he had to support that while, while no, not knowing. And now he's just like blown away. It's kind of the same thing with me, but it's. Well, I mean, what's imagine you're in. I think Vietnam, people knew that it was generally kind of nonsense, right? Oh. Imagine if you were in World War II, though, and you're just blissfully ignorant kind of to the reality that, you know, you may not be on the right side. Yeah. Or what you're doing is not the benefit that you think it is. It's like, is it better to be blissfully ignorant about all that or just to kind of keep your head in the sand and know or to actually know what's going on. Like, I mean, we look about it like this though. We know what happens when a war happens and people don't know the true reality of it. We have that, I guess, experiment ran, right? Yeah. But now, 
Yeah, we're now going out with like Ukraine. Now we're we're having wars where we all know it's bullshit. Yeah. And all we can really do is compare it to the wars where they didn't believe it was bullshit. And then all the complacency that caused in this whole mess we're in now. Yeah. I mean, I think it's better to know, really. Like, yeah, I would not know. I would never want to be blissfully ignorant. Yeah. But but they didn't know that they were. But like that, that's the whole problem is that caused this level of like, I guess, complacency and patriotism that was just vulnerable to outside influence i'll say yeah because that's yeah that's how i like started the army i was like i'm gonna go into the army i love america (laughs) and then like my first deployment i'm like wait a minute (laughs) you realize maybe we're not the good guys bro yeah and it took a while but like i was i i'd rather be where i am now with all the wisdom i have than remain like you said blissfully ignorant towards the whole situation where i was just like army let's go let's go america always on america's side did you ever see that video of that uh that world war ii veteran he's like this marine right he's super old he's talking like about how shitty things are now and like they thought that they were conquering the world's evil in world war Mm -hmm. ii only to arrive 70 80 years later and you know may maybe that wasn't the right thing to do yeah like that that would i can't imagine how horrible that would be dude yeah that's what i'm saying at least we know now instead of way later because even like even like i wonder how i wish we could have got eric on again but we we didn't plan anything today so we're just kind of letting it rip but I wonder how he feels towards all the conspiracies and all of that stuff. Because I, I, I wonder if it's the same feeling that we got with the with going to Iraq. Like, man, this happened to us. Like, our gov- our own government did this to us. You could even play out the thing that it like it, they did it. Of course, they did it for power, not just for war. Because after that. You end up getting the TSA. After that, you get. I actually just learned this in my, in my class. But the star on your driver's license didn't start until I think 2005, where the federal government said everybody who has a license needs a star on it. And that second picture, if you kind of tilt it or whatever, if you tilt your license, what you see the a second picture. Hang on. A star? But there's a star. Yeah, hang on. Hey, real-time research right here, bro. Yeah, so there's this star on everybody's license now. And that's why if you have an old license, like I got this Tennessee one, they cut off the star because it's no longer allowed by the federal government. But that star is, is the government overreaching their use of the Commerce Clause, saying that they can control interstate commerce and people flying from uh, state to state. Well, let's get everyone with the star. And then I, you probably can't see it. There's probably no way to show yeah, it. Don't, don't show the people your address. Though. Oh, shit. Hell, well, now everybody knows where I live. I'll see you soon. Hey, 
Pull hey, up I'm on strapped, Trev. Watch, watch, watch what happens, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I look, I'm, I'm on the second floor. I look out this window every day. I'm like, dude, this would be a sick spot to just fucking pray to God, bro. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, but yeah, it's just uh, you could definitely make a huge argument that the government just wanted more, more power. I mean, look at the Patriot Act, what happened directly, like right after that whole thing. Like, that's probably the most overreaching piece of legislation in our nation's history. And it only happened because of 9-11. Yeah. Like, how they were able to spy on Trump's campaign, dude. Mm -hmm. Like, that was that was with laws that were enabled by the Patriot Act. All stemming from 9-11. But do you... Oh, we already got a comment. Do you believe... Do you believe they plan this out like years ahead like they're playing chess they planned out like oh if we do this then we could take more power here you know what i'm saying like do you just like the covid thing do you think they planned it out or they just said let's do covid we know it's going to help us and not help the general population like let's just do it oh. try and get away with things you know what i'm I saying mean, like let's just I, do 9-11 and try to get away with more things i think the saudi government did it primarily now whether or not that was to you know be able to exert influence over us i don't know right or whether it was just because you know we were meddling in their affairs who knows like that that's my issue is i think the government like the u.s government's account of what happened is generally kind of correct it's just all these bad actors like the israelis that might not have had full, you know, influence over the cause or not the cause, but like they had, they didn't facilitate really anything, but they knew it was going to happen and mm -hmm. kind of saw it aligning with their interests and saying, Oh, you know, fuck, we're just not going to stop this guilty by association type shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know why the Saudi Arabians did it, but like, I wonder well, I wonder Shit. if they had beef with the Taliban. The Saudi Arabians? Yeah, like if they had beef with them and did this on purpose so that we would go after them. Or like, well, that would, I mean, that would make sense because like the most of the hijackers were not from Iraq, but we invade Iraq right after. Like, I never understood that, bro. We know where these cats are from. Uh, or, no. or even that though, we know that too a lot because we found their passports in the rubble, dude. Now, my uncle said that there was not much in that rubble, like he was finding arms and shit. How does a passport survive that trip? If they're in the dude's pocket, they're crashing into the top of the fucking building. How is the passport making <laughs> <laughs> making its way down and in perfect condition? Hmm. Explain to me how that happens, but they like anti-resistant passport, anti-fire passport. Fire yeah, resistant. but like, well, what's the alternative? Like, how else do you explain that? Like, it was in some police guy's pocket. He was like, "Oh fuck, oh, but, hey, there it is." <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, what, what the heck is that over there? Who put that there? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wouldn't put it past them, but like, fuck, dude, there's just so much. That's what gets me about this whole thing is not what I guess 
we're told happened, but all the surrounding information that yeah. there's just so much clouding about. Yeah, it's just weird, man. There's so like the dancing Israelis I was telling you about. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people will know about that. What's if what's y'all don't know plan? about the dancing Israelis, I encourage you to Google it. Right. But essentially what happened is after the towers were hit, there were, I think, five people seen dancing on a rooftop. Right. So ladies sees them, calls the cops on them for dancing, acting suspicious. They detain these guys. Find out they're working for like some telephone company, hold them for 71 days, and then deport them back to Israel. But like they what they told the FBI, they the dancing Israelis were they were just there to document the events. But then in their report, though, the FBI's report says they got there like an hour before the Twin Towers were even hit. Yeah. So it's like, okay, how did that happen? The same thing is true with the JFK assassinations, right? The famous where he gets popped in the head, the Sapruder film. Mm -hmm. How did he know that that was going to happen? He doesn't even flinch when the gun goes off, bro. If you're recording the president and you hear a gunshot, what are you going to do? Yeah. Fucking freak out. You're not yeah. going to just keep the camera rolling the whole time. Oh, shit. I never thought about you that. You can see in interviews with this Sapruder guy. He's almost giddy about how seemingly excited he is. Hmm. He's not like, oh, the president got shot. That sucks ass. He's like happy almost about it. Like it it's just it's what I always say, bro. It's like there I don't I I can't know if there's a conspiracy going on, right? But if there was, this is exactly what it's looking like. Yeah, like rationally speaking, like just it makes sense and it's why, hard to look past why are y'all dancing you know yeah there's a whole sh fucking i don't know everything about it dude but there's a whole like fox news did a report on it about how the israelis were hacking our tell like our telephones and shit and getting our data and that was kind of connected to the dancing israelis like they work for the same telephone company and the company where the people worked at, they all just packed up their shit and left once their secret lines had started to be tapped. Like, mm. they all work in this one company. The FBI starts tapping their phone lines, and then all of them pick up and move back to Israel. Like, there's, it's supposed to be a secret phone line, but how would y'all know that your shit was being tapped unless you, you know, knew? Hmm. That you know, it, it's mm, like all this shit, dude. man. Like, at what <laughs> point do we say, okay, this is kind of a bit much, man? Maybe we're being lied to. Yeah, I'm sorry, right? It's just it, that's what I'm saying, though. It's hard to balance that with like the people who are grieving. Like, you're not gonna walk up to somebody who lost their dad in 9 11 and be like, dude, you know, that was a everything was a scam, right? You know, the Israelis knew about that. Yeah, like it's got, it's got to be pretty hard to deal with the truth now, and like, mm, yeah, I just do that. that oh man, I'm I mean, yeah. What point do you do you think like they're just believing what the government says because it's easier, you know? Yeah, almost like a coping mechanism of sorts. Yeah. 
Like, I mean, That's I don't, hard, bro. Like, I don't blame them, but it, I don't think there's any information you could show them or tell them that would change their mind. Yeah. I think that's kind of a like a mass formation psychosis type deal yeah exactly yeah pro tip bro if you're arguing with someone that is like disagrees with you online like just ask them is there any evidence that'll change your mind <laughs> and mo most times they'll say no so it's the whole thing is pointless dude mm -hmm. yeah exactly man but that's nuts it's crazy i didn't it's know about the dancing israelis until today Bro, yeah. Can, I mean, can we pull it up, dude? Like, I couldn't find a video or nothing. No, I mean, there is no video about it. Oh. But, yeah. There's a whole Fox News video about the dancing Israelis, but I think it got, like, I mean, I saw it on Twitter, so I don't know how banned from the internet it could be. We'll look oh, it up. Oh, dude, they got, they got the pictures of the face and shit. Oh, for real, dude? Yeah. Oh God, we're gonna get fucking murked for this, Steve. Oh, <laughs> All right. Oh, 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 oh. Let me. I'm oh, I mean, yeah. What's best? Let's. Oh, okay, okay. Probably this one, right? I don't this know one. if that's them. What's that should say? This is, who were the dancing Israelis? Yeah, bro. We want to read. And this is on. Well, it's like Jew, Jewish dot com, the oh, Jewish God. Chronicle, the most unbiased news source, dude. A tidal wave of conspiracies around the surrounding events of the day. <clears throat> the attacks which saw 3,000 New Yorkers lose their lives and countless more injured years later have been the subject of fierce speculation from conspiracy-minded people all over the world. While not conspiracy theories about what happened on 9-11 are anti-Semitic, there's a pervasive strain of anti-Semitic thought through some of the most popular Oh, no. Oh, God, yeah. Anti-Semitic thought. That makes a whole lot of sense. <laughs> because if you know Israel always does one thing and say, yeah, we did that and that was wrong. Yeah, right. <laughs> did you uh, Google that, though? Huh? Did you Google dancing Israelis? Yeah, this is, I, I figured the Jewish Chronicle would be a good one to bring up. Yo, man, <laughs> dude. According to some sources, including a bizarre 2003 Scottish Herald article, the implication is that these five young men from Israel knew about the attacks beforehand and were shadowing the Al-Qaeda terrorists supporting the attack from afar in an attempt to draw America closer to Israel, Israel pro, po, politically. Shit hell. Well, shit, dude. I mean, well, of the the five um, dancing Israelis that were arrested, I think all but, I think three of them were Mossad agents. Oh, no. What is Mossad? It's like the Israel Intelligence Gathering Force, dude. It's, it's like their CIA or FBI. I'm trying to find a video on it, dude. Oh shit! No, th yeah, this is kind of nuts, man. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not Hello, even though, Michaela, Michaela in the chat. That's nice. Oh yeah, got well, chat. We're great, dude. I I think I've seen her before, bro. I feel like we've had Michaela in here before. Oh, yeah. Shout out to you, Michaela, the goat. <laughs> I'm trying to find the Fox News video about the dancing. Oh, man, who the publication did not name said that they were at work when news of the attacks first broke. And when they realized that work was canceled, drove to Union City, 
to get a better view of what was happening. Then give me attempting a to break. return to their shared apartment in Brooklyn ended up caught in a police blockade where they were arrested. Found themselves on the roof and figured, oh, you know, there's the twin this, towers. Yeah, this whole paragraph is I don't if that's the sum of it, if that's the truth, none of this makes sense. It seems like there's a lot of a lot of stuff being left out here. <laughs> that's that's you know the official report, bro. Yeah, you know, like man, uh, they went to the rooftop because work was canceled. Then, when attempting to return to the apartment, they just got caught up in police and were arrested. Like, oh, don't you hate when that happens? <laughs> like, <laughs> what? Oh no, they got me. Oh shit! Like. Oh, oh open knew. road, real quick. We got to get him on the pod, but I've been watching some of his stuff recently, and he's a great podcast. He's got uh, ayahuasca experiences, so okay. we'll have to talk. Okay, okay. Shout yeah, out to yeah. Open road, he though, speaks dude. Espanol, too. Get floor on. Uh, oh, see, si, see, si, mi amigo. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm about to send you this tweet, though, Trev. Uh oh. I'm going to send it on Discord. I'm going to put it in the chat, too, in case anyone else wants to see. This is the one of the parts from the old Fox News videos. And, uh, Particularly in New York, in the counterterrorism investigation of the World, World Trade Center attack, hmm. is that on a number of cases, suspects that they had sought to wiretap and surveil immediately changed their telecommunications processes. They started acting much differently as soon as those supposedly secret wiretaps went into place. Officials this year have arrested or detained nearly 200 Israeli citizens suspected of belonging to a quote organized intelligence gathering operation. The Bush administration has deported most of those arrested after September 11th, although some are in custody under the new anti terrorism law. Cameron also described an investigation into the possibility that an Israeli firm generated billing data that could be used for intelligence purposes and described concerns that the federal government's own wiretapping system may be vulnerable. Los Angeles, 1997. The wiretapping is vulnerable. Itself. No, the fact that there's the chances of there being an insider threat no, <laughs> are much higher happen. than the wiretapping. <laughs> that don't happen, bro. Sowers, the suspects, Israeli organized crime with operations in New York, Miami, Las Vegas, Canada, Israel, and Egypt. The allegations? Cocaine and ecstasy trafficking and sophisticated white-collar credit card and computer fraud. The problem, Jeez. according to classified law enforcement documents obtained by Fox News, the bad guys had the cops' beepers, cell phones, even home phones under surveillance. Some who did get caught admitted to having hundreds of numbers and using them to avoid arrest. Quote, this compromised law enforcement communications Snitch. between LAPD and assigned law enforcement officers working various aspects of the case. The organization discovered communications between organized crime intelligence division detectives, the FBI, and the Secret Service. Shock spread from the DEA to the FBI in Washington and then the CIA. An investigation of the problem, according to law enforcement documents, concluded, quote, the organization has apparent extensive access to database systems to identify pertinent personal and biographical information. That's a long-winded way of saying they know all your shit. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say, bro. They just made a lot of words for saying they got 
all the information they need. No, I just sent you the video where this report comes from, though. It talks more about the pretty much the, the video that this is from is like a four part series, but the first part talks about the dancing Israelis, bro. All right, the like, first part because this is yeah, a video. yeah, no, Paul Walsh, the first like, 16 years since a civilian working for the Navy was charged with passing secrets to Israel. Jonathan Pollard pled guilty to conspiracy to commit espionage and is serving a life sentence. At first, Israeli leaders claimed Pollard was part of a rogue operation, but later took responsibility for his work. Now Fox News has learned some U.S. investigators believe that there are Israelis again very much engaged in spying in and on the U.S. who may have known things they didn't tell us before September 11th. Fox News correspondent Carl Cameron has details in the first of a four-part series. Since September 11th, more than 60 yeah, have been arrested or detained, either under the new Patriot anti-terrorism law or for immigration violations. A handful of active Israeli military were among those detained, according to investigators, who say some of the detainees also failed polygraph questions when asked about alleged surveillance activities against and in the United States. There is no indication that the Israelis were involved in the 9-11 attacks, but investigators suspect that the Israelis may have gathered intelligence about the attacks in advance and not shared it. A highly placed investigator said there are, quote, tie-ins, but when asked for details, he flatly refused to describe them, saying, quote, evidence linking these Israelis to 911 is classified. I cannot tell you about evidence that has been gathered. It's classified. It's a 911. But, but not that it doesn't exist. That it's yeah. classified. Okay. Yeah. A little that one group of Israelis spotted in North Carolina recently is suspected of keeping an apartment in California to spy on a group of Arabs who the United States is also investigating for links to terrorism. Numerous classified documents obtained by Fox News indicate that even prior to September 11th, as many as 140 other Israelis had been detained or arrested in a secretive and sprawling investigation into suspected espionage by Israelis in the United States. Investigators from numerous government agencies are part of a working group that's been compiling evidence since the mid-90s. These documents detail hundreds of incidents in cities and towns across the country that investigators say, quote, may well be an organized intelligence gathering activity. The first part of the investigation focuses on Israelis who say they are art students from the University of Jerusalem and Bazalel Academy. They repeatedly made contact with U.S. government personnel, the report says, by saying they wanted to sell cheap art or handiwork. Documents say they, quote, targeted and penetrated art military bases, <laughs> the DEA, FBI, and Yo. dozens of other government facilities, and even secret offices and unlisted the private EPA. homes. Like what? Huh? The EPA? <laughs> law enforcement and intelligence personnel. The majority of those questioned, quote, stated they served in military intelligence, electronic surveillance intercept, and or explosive ordnance units. Bro, come on. I'm saying, EOD, come on, break. bro. I mean, give me a break. <laughs> bro, that's so bad. Of the investigation that's, has resulted that's, that's in the detention so and arrests of dozens <laughs> no of Israelis at American mall kiosks where they've been selling toys called Puzzle Car and Zoomcopter. <laughs> Investigators suspect a front. Shortly after the New York Times and Washington Post reported the Israeli detentions last month, the carts began vanishing. Zoomcopter's webpage says, we are aware of the situation caused by thousands of mall carts being closed at the last minute. This in no way reflects the quality of the toy or its saleability, 
The problem lies in the operator's business policies. Why would Israelis spy in and on the U.S.? A general accounting office investigation referred to Israel as country A and said, quote, according to a U.S. intelligence agency, the government of country A conducts the most aggressive espionage operation against the U.S. of any U.S. ally. A defense intelligence report said Israel has a voracious appetite for information and, quote, the Israelis are motivated by strong survival instincts, which dictate every facet of their political and economic policies. It aggressively collects military and industrial technology, and the U.S. is a high-priority target. The document concludes, Bro, quote, Israel possesses the resources and technical capability Come to achieve on. its collection objectives. A spokesman for the U.S., excuse me, the Israeli embassy here in Washington yeah, issued a categorical denial. Israelis, right. But, no, I mean that's pretty that's pretty tough right there. Anybody's their own to, to say that they have the means to collect all this shit even is yeah, bad enough. That it, yeah, that it could be yeah, could be a possibility. It's like but could you, be a possibility, bro. Like if they have the they're doing it. The means and the motivation to do it, like Yeah, and like I don't blame them. We're we're up there and all, you know technology and science and all that shit you know you can't blame them i mean i guess like if if i was like well i guess i could because they're an ally and <laughs> an ally yeah our greatest ally so like anything you want to know we could tell you and then if we don't tell you you just spy on us anyways like go on <laughs> get like what the hell like, like they, we're that's paying an ally, them, bro. bro. Like if someone's spying on us, getting information, anybody who's not in our country trying to secretly gain information and not tell you is not an ally. That's a man who should be kicked out of the bar. The fucked up part, bro, is I gotta believe if they went to the US government is like, hey, can we like do this too? The government would be like, Oh yeah, fuck it, go ahead. <laughs> Like if there's if they're spying on the same Arabs that we are, yeah. Then I guess yeah. Then I guess an ally who is also spying on them is, I guess yeah. Get all the forces you can. But why do it in secret though, Trevor? Yeah. If your if your mission is only to spy on the same people that the government is spying on, yeah. why keep that a secret? And why would the government, if they did come to them, not say we're working with? the israelis to solve this issue why does it smell so much like but, a cover-up dude yeah that's what i was just gonna say but why exactly why are the israelis so in, interested in them and what in us bro what we're no, doing well not not just us if they were spying on the arabs why are they spying on like what is their interest to the arabs oh yeah you know I what mean, i'm saying like, that, why would they want to come together, be on our side, just to spy on them? Like, they're not, they're not like, oh yeah, let's help America out and find the answers for them. Let's just do that with them. No, yeah, they have. I find it hard to believe that Jewish people don't have an ulterior motive. No, I think it's just them looking out for themselves. Which, like, I mean, at the end of the day, I guess I can't blame them. Yeah, but like, and if, if we give them the green light, yeah. They're spying on us, dude. Yeah. How do you have access to the wiretaps that the FBI does about anything, bro? I don't know. Make, make that make sense, dude. How do you even accomplish that? Yeah, Am I going to go that... to FBI fucking.gov and hack their website? Bro? Like, 
I wouldn't well, even did know. Did you see the? Uh, I, there's another video. I mean, this isn't too related. I guess I could not talk about it. But the video of um, there's a man testifying in court, saying that he he was asked by a governor if he could rig the election, and he said yes. So he came up with the software to rig the election. And then they said, is there any way someone could find out about this? Like if we, how could we find out if the election was rigged? And this wasn't, this wasn't the 2020 one. This was 2005. The other ones that are okay. To yeah. Yeah. This Every was 2005. If they could do it in 2005. They could do it now. Yo, they could do it way better now. But they asked, how could you know if it was rigged? And he said, the only way to know is if you did like receipts if you did paper receipts on every vote and compared it to the actual count that's the only way you could know was that the dude that was saying like he could rig it to where it'd be like 49 51 yeah yeah it's like, i remember reading about that there's just so many lies bro just so many lies just i mean truth man that's if, and that's why i like vivek yeah his platform is truth like that's that's his whole saying is just truth like that's that's I'm, his. Motto. I'm with it if he's actually about it, bro. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like when you hear him talk, you could. He's got emotion behind it. Like if he was just like standing there, blah 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 blah, blah. or if it was like, like uh, what do they call them? Pressure points. I don't. I don't really know how to call. Like if he just, if he had the same sayings for everything, but if you go to any of his interviews. He talks pretty differently in every single one. Like if he's getting, if he's trying to get the same point across, he uses different language in each one. So he's not just giving these five words like the, what is it? The fucking CNN. He's not giving the five words CNN has to just say over them, and over yeah. again. It's know? a threat to democracy. Yeah. They got the yeah, same. Yeah, they're exactly. like, they're like you, catchphrases almost. Yeah. They're catch. Yeah. The same, same exact phrases over and over again, where if you watch CNN, MSNBC and all of them, they will all be saying the same thing. I'm sure you've seen the collages, like where they're all saying the same thing about COVID. They're not, oh, he's yeah. not given, he's not given it. He can actually articulate his thoughts. And you, you saw it in the debate too. I mean, you could see what they're saying about 9-11. Everyone said the same thing. Yeah. And what's fascinating to me is, is not really what they said, but what they didn't say. Like a lie by omission. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. The, the Saudi Arabians might have been the ones who planned it and paid the people, right? But if they're just completely omitting the fact that Israel knew about it. Why? Like, like. No what no one's gonna bring that up. And it, here's another thing. At what point do we say, like, all right, these people gotta go to jail? You know? Oh. Like, like the people in Congress doing so like fucking Nancy Pelosi, for instance, insider trading. At what point do we say, All right, that's enough? You're not above the law, you have to go to jail. Like we have to bring we have to bring the people serving us back down to our level. People see them as like the heroes and all that stuff. Like, what is uh, it's, I can't even think of the word. They're like untouchable. Yeah. Like, we think they're not on the same level as us. And that in, imposter syndrome. Like, what? Like, I can't do that. You, everybody has to realize we can all, all be one of them. We could oh. all go run. We could all go be one of them. They are no better than us. 
But that's have, the problem you know, with the deep state is like in a way they are better because they can fucking do all this crap and not get arrested. Yeah. At Andrew Tate. Yeah, yeah. It's but at what point do we say, all right, this that's enough, you have to get arrested? Like the, the fucking lady in uh New Mexico. Oh yeah. Trying to take away <laughs> well, that's... using a decree. Well, that's the thing. The last time people tried to fucking, you know, uprise, I guess you could say, and do anything like that sort, it was January 6th. And look what happened to all them. Yeah. You seen them videos surf surfacing of them arresting the couple dudes? They're arresting what, old ladies, bro. And another dude. Fuck, what was Throwing them in, in jail yeah. without trial, bro. Yeah. Like that, I think, is the big issue right now is. The regime in America, the occupying regime, is simply just too powerful. Yeah. And how do you take it down? They have unlimited money, bro. They got the whole intelligence community. And it's not like, I mean, I don't think there's just some giant global cabal. Like, I don't, I don't think they have sit-down meetings like their mob bosses, right? I, yeah. But when, when interests converge... Yeah, and that's... That's another thing. How long has the United States been rigging other countries' elections? Oh, it's not man. like we ain't done this shit before. If they don't let us, we'll just take out their leader. Look what we did to Gaddafi, <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. Like oh, This ain't the first God. time we've been doing this shit, dude. The United States have been doing this to other countries for a long time. So how naive do you have to believe or do you have to be to believe they're not doing it here on U.S. soil? We and have, then, bro. And then what is the solution? That's that's a lot of things. Like that's why I want to ask is because that's what everybody thinks. It's like there's got to be a way to stop this. There's got to be something we can do. But for the average average American, is there really anything we can do? That's the problem. Is everyone feels so powerless? What can we actually do unless we organize? And then when you organize, you get people like uh the the proud boys that end up getting taken all taken to jail. Yeah, I mean, I think there is, there are ways I think we can do stuff, you Go know. Ahead. Okay, fine. Drop a vice. Become a step closer to sustainability by yourself. Get a little healthier. Get a skill that's going to help you garden or become self-sustainable. Find like-minded people too. Maybe, you know, become harder to kill, I will say. Yeah. Pretty much you want to strip your reliance on the government about anything. That I think we can do. But also what we can do is register people to vote, knock on doors. That's not glamorous. It's not going to overthrow the government. And it's not going to happen in a day. But there are things that we can do to simply inspire like a, a populist uprising. It just won't happen overnight. Well, the... The problem is, is trying to do that. Everybody's so scared. Like, I don't want to go talk to another person now. Dude, the amount of people that just put their head down at work and don't say anything. Yeah. Like, not not just coworkers. Like, my coworkers, I think I'm the only one in that store, along with my father, that says hi to people and, like, how are you doing? <laughs> to to the shoppers. Like, no one, no one wants to converse with the other person. At all, no matter what the views are. No one wants to talk to another person. Everybody's in their own zone. Everybody's so focused on themselves. But the, like you said, if you're focused on yourself and you're becoming harder to kill, that's one thing. But if you're so focused on yourself because everything else sucks, 
and you're not doing anything about it, that's a completely different story. You're falling into the sheep aspect and you end up dying. You end up you end up under the government's arm. Well, yeah, but it's why why are people like that? Like why are they so because if anything if anything happened, like good example is the uh that Marine that choked that dude out on the subway. Oh yeah. Like you get involved into something that's not your business for that because it's for the greater good of the people around you. Sure. You get involved and then you get taken to jail. Mm-hmm. That no one wants to get involved with anyone else's business because if something goes wrong, they get taken to jail for someone else's bullshit. Well, yeah, that but like that. Think of all the times that that happens, right? Mm-hmm. Versus how many times you could talk to someone about politics at Home Depot. I think I think the problem why people just don't talk to people just out in Home Depot, right? Mm-hmm. Like. People are people see what happens if they're openly supportive of Trump and they say they're going to get called an evil fucking racist bigot, you know, all this shit in the books. Right. And that's why they're afraid to actually voice their opinions. But what we can do is show them like, no, you don't have to be afraid to hide who you are anymore. Right. Like come out in a different like in a sort of way, dude. Like I used to be afraid to tell my family that I was, you know, a supporter of Trump. And then I thought about oh, fuck this, dude. Yeah, not so I'm actually struggling that with that with Christianity and religion. Because yeah. I, I I was one of them that was like, oh, here's another religious dude. Like, oh, get out of my face. So it's hard for me to like just go around go around speak like speaking the gospel because I, I don't know why. I feel like I'm just gonna get judged. But it does bring it back to what I was saying earlier. Um, like, oh shit, I lost it. Oh no, no, but what you can do is listen. Like, you might not express any of your own beliefs, right? But you can listen. Like, everyone has some shit to say, yeah. But I think once people as a collective realize I don't have to be in the closet about supporting Trump anymore, yeah, that's what I was gonna say, bringing it back, back to earlier. Bro, how did I lose it again? It Holy happens, bro. Dude, over and over again, it's this Mountain Dew. It's the Mountain Dew, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. You, I'm sure you it reminded sorry. me of it, and then I lost it again. So what the bitch, fuck did I'm I sorry. say? Here, I go forgetting <laughs> what I just said, bro. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. It, like, are they – do you think they're doing that on purpose? Like, do you do you think – I guess I, I would say like the the people leading the charge know what they're doing. And then they have these interviewers or people working wherever slander Trump supporters or slander Trump yep. on purpose. But do you do you think the people slandering know the slippery slope they're going down? Because right, I, I would have to believe that they they don't, because if they did, they would look at North Korea and be like, that's where we're heading. You know, North Korea is great for the leader, dude. Of course, that's what I'm saying. So like the top, however many people sitting around the table saying, let's get everyone to hate Trump. Everyone's on that. Everyone jumps on that page because, of course, everybody wants someone to hate, of course, in this world. But 
I don't think the the pawns that they're using understand where this is all heading. Not necessarily the pawns, but like the the ruling elite are not stupid. They know what they're doing. Right. They've been doing this since fucking forever. It's yeah. just they see Trump as such a threat to the status quo that they're willing to do whatever to to his fans. They'll, I mean, look at how many times they indicted him. What's he facing? Like a thousand years in jail? <laughs> gets convicted on everything. Like homie's almost eighty, bro. Like oh it's God. so much. But it's it's I guess I think at the point where people will say, yeah, this is a bit much. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it, I don't think they really understands understand the repercussions to what they're doing. Like this, this is quite literally. If I can't speak the truth, if I can't tell you what I think without being harassed or beaten up or put in jail, that's that's where North Korea is. If you don't believe in what we believe in, fuck you, you're dead. That's exactly right. Their concern is not the truth, Trevor. Their only concern is staying in power. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, is they're not like we you know we we think other people have the same thought process as we do. Their their thought process is not how can I expose the truth. It is only how can I stay in power. Yeah, but that then then bringing it back again, bro. Bring how, it back, dude. At what point in time do we say all right, this is enough? You have to go to jail or you have like this is overuse of power. You need to go to jail. You need to be locked up because even after all this stuff and the truth comes out, I guarantee you they just don't get elected into their office and then they go live their lives happily ever after with all the money that they've made off of this. Mm. I, good say, to go. I say the time is nigh for that dude. Uh. because what they're banking on, dude, what they're banking on is us as a country being so demoralized and thinking right nothing nothing we can do is going to change this we ought to just fall in line or we're going to get thrown in jail what exactly. they, what the ruling class want is for us to be so blackpilled we just don't give a shit don't care and let them run and do whatever they want bro they want us to feel powerless and that's my whole point is we can take back our power we just have to go about it in a good way. Right. Like storming the Capitol is not a good way to go about it. It's horrible optics and it's just, it's a losing message. What works is you being open about your shit, talking to people and getting them outwardly spoken about what they believe. Right. Because it's, yeah. it's when people are, people are silent because they think that they're going to get in trouble or, you know, shamed for supporting Trump. It's like most people would buy into what he's saying, dude. It's just the media is, is so effective at slandering the man. Yeah. And this, so I was first time I ever watched uh, Dennis Prager. I, I seen him a little bit on, I was watching Jordan Peterson's uh, biblical series. I think it's on Exodus. Now this dude, I think it's just an unbelievable thing that he's done. He's taken six highly intelligent people wisdom all across the board put them at a table and then they just go through exodus and dennis prager is one of them and for some reason um patrick mcdavid's podcast with him from five years ago came up on my algorithm i ended up watching it and then i ended up at uh prager's 
Prager's website. And this lady asked him, like, I'm, I'm in Florida. I'm going through college. I'm a conservative. I'm a Christian. How do I talk about how do I talk about abortion without being slandered, without everyone, like without my teachers even giving me an F just because I'm talking about abortion? And he said, don't when you sit down with whoever it is or whatever you whenever you go into a conversation with somebody. Say, I'm not even talking about the law. I'm not talking about the government. I'm talking rationally, like just just logically speaking. So I guess that's what I'd advise. Like if if I'm going into a conversation with somebody who's saying at 12 weeks, you can abort it, whatever it is. Okay, do you believe this is a person? Do you because we we understand that. It's not the woman's body. Everybody understands that because we ask, how's the baby? We don't ask, how are you when they're pregnant? We ask, how's the baby? Yeah. It's never how are you because we understand it's not part of her body. It is in her body. And you ask, you just slowly ask, like, does it make sense for the mom to kill it at, let's say, 16 weeks? And they say no. And you say, why? Well, because then it's finally forming or whatever. Okay. So now you understand that this is another human. Does it have rights? Do you believe this human has rights? Uh-huh. And you go down that rabbit hole. Well, no, I don't believe it has rights. Well, you just said it's a living thing. Does it have rights then? If it's a living thing, because it's growing, we all know it grows. That means it has to be alive. Do you believe it has rights? And if they say no to that, I mean, you, I mean, you're kind of lost. Like, where do you no. go? Yeah, yeah, like that person's just stupid. But it's arguing rationally instead of about politics or about government or about law whatever it is you just you just break it down into okay logically speaking does this make any fucking sense that's why you could break down and it's not a conspiracy with this 9-11 stuff because if you just break it down logically like we just did it, it doesn't make any sense yeah you'd be like all right for what's what's the other thing when the plane crashed into the pentagon you're telling me it crashed right into where all the papers were held where all the money's held like to me that does it just doesn't add up with the jfk stuff you're telling me the guy holding the camera, like you're saying, logically, anybody who sees the president's shot is going to freak the hell out. And heard a gunshot, bro. They're, they're like, loud as shit. Like, yeah. No, when I'm shooting it without a ear pro, I'm flinching every time. Like you it, can feel it's been a big it, thing with me, even like growing up, I, I noticed this, but like playing bass too loud in my ears, I, I blink because I flinch to the bass. Yeah. But you don't flinch even a little bit. That doesn't make sense. No, because it's human nature to flinch. The only way you don't flinch is if you know. Like it just break it down logically. It doesn't make sense. And I think too, like people are just not logical. And I I think that's where we can really capitalize, right? Is is people are told in the media that Trump supporters are the scum of the earth, right? Mm -hmm. We could not be worse people if we try. A Nazi, bro. We we went we went to the school of Satanism with the curriculum written by Hitler. Right. Yeah. But what, what we can do is say, this is what it's the same thing we do with vets, bro. This is what a Trump supporter looks like. This is what a vet looks like. We're nice people. Mm -hmm. Like we're not, we're not these giant, evil, hateful people. Yeah. Like that's, I, yeah, that's a huge thing is I've been, like individualism. We are all one individual. 
and you have think about all the stuff you go through a day. Yeah. Like wake up, shower, brush my teeth, everything on an individual level that just affects me, my mind, everything. You have to think that that is how all these other people are, are going about their lives too. Like you're, you're not special. Like what you're doing daily is not special. This is what everyone is, is doing. We're all individuals. Like it's, and to believe that an individual is just so so evil off the bat just because of their supporter or because of who they're supporting is kind of outlandish, if you ask me. <laughs> it's outlandish, bro, but people fall for it. Yeah. Why do people fall for it? Because people are emotional, bro. Yep. You, if, if all you see on the news every single day is how much these people suck, like it's not the truth it's just repeated so it's a lie repeated so often people just believe it because there is no there is no opposition to that like okay if you're only watching msnbc and believing all the shit that they say there is no counterfactual to that you're not watching a steven crowder video or a sticks hexenhammer video showing you or talking about why that's all nonsense it, the very fine people thing, right? Which I'm saying Nazis are very fine people. They played that clip for years straight. But the fucking 15 seconds after, he says, except for the white supremacists who should be condemned totally. You wouldn't even know that that existed. Yeah. Unless you made an attempt to seek that out. Yeah. It's, people are fucking emotional. it's, they are very affected by, people are very affected by emotion, and the media is very good at exploiting that, right? And for people like us, the average person, we can't go up to CNN and just turn the ship in the other direction, dude. Right. But what we can do is find people where they're just naturally at. Like if you're at the Home Depot, you're, you're not, you're you're probably in a similar situation like financially like you working mm-hmm. there me shopping there we're probably from the same neighborhood like we both live in the right. same place probably like we have a lot more in common than we do apart and what we can do is show people look dude the real divide is not is not us we we shouldn't be divided the the division is with the rich people the super rich and everyone else and by showing them, look, bro, like I like Trump and you can see I'm not an evil guy. Like yeah. that, I think, is going to change you, more minds. Yeah. Do you think everybody always says I hate I hate the day 9-11, but I'd, I'd give everything for a 9-12. We always hear that. Yeah. Do you think there is a similar thing going on with post-Bovid? You know what I'm saying? Do you think like, there's a correlation? Like, do you think post Bovid, everybody, everybody's coming together because they realize this? Like, we're all fed up, or do you think we're just kind of carrying on? I think that you have two groups, maybe three, but two main factions of the post Bovid world. On one side, you have the mass formation psychosis, where everyone is still buying into deathly afraid. And then the other side, which I think most people are on, is just the, you know, this is just too much right now, dude. Like, fuck it. Yeah. Like, I don't think, which I think is most people. 
that I think is kind of a hunt the good stuff moment with that whole thing is people are starting to be aware of how much the government lies to them. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. Well, that's what I'm saying is, I mean, out of everything, there's something good that comes out of it. And yeah. as horrible as COVID was. But it, it also still divided us a little bit more. But because you're right, the people that are fed up with it, I I believe that they have empathy towards the people that are still caught in it. So like when I see a person wearing a mask, sure, sure. I'm not like you're a piece of shit Nazi. Oh, I'm the fucking opposite, bro. But but because yeah. I could see in this this goes to, for the same thing with my divorce. I could see where it all come from. I could see how you could have fallen into this trap. And I could see how you're like you're still getting fooled. I I can understand it. But to them, they can't understand how we're out of it because it, there, it, there's a certain amount of wisdom you need and a certain amount of intelligence you need for that. So, I mean, I, we kind of, I'm sure you do it too. Like people wearing a mask, we're like, all right, you're, this is, you're pretty dumb. I, yes, right? I like did. Dumb. Now I say they deserve nothing but endless ridicule. If you see someone wearing a mask, laugh at them, make them feel <laughs> uncomfortable. They did not afford us the privilege of yeah. saying, you know, I, I can see why you wouldn't wear a mask. They right. did not give a shit about us when that happened, bro. If They're never going to – the right does this all the time. It drives me nuts. Someone yeah. on the left will make an opinion that's logical, and they'll say, oh, that's a good opinion coming from the left. When does the left ever say, you know, I don't agree with the right, but that's a good opinion? They don't. They don't give us the same fucking courtesy, bro. Yeah, they're never going to say, oh, yeah, he was wearing a mask or he wasn't wearing a mask. I could see why he do that. Maybe he has a an asthma or something. They did not give us an ounce of that same courtesy, bro. Yeah, I encourage everyone. If you see someone wearing a mask or taking covid seriously, mock them, make them feel shamed. They deserve it. <laughs> they did nothing but make us feel that way. For yeah, years, if you bro. didn't, yeah, if, yeah, that's a good point. If you didn't wear a mask, you were the worst person in that area. If you weren't I, wearing a mask, you you may as well bro, be hit. I was in uh, the Denver airport coming home from Christmas one year, and in the Denver airport, there's like these subway trains that take it between the terminals, and you only had to wear a mask on the plane. I knew that was the law, but all the all of the the signs said you had to wear one everywhere. And it's Denver, so there's a lot of liberals there. And I I never forget, bro. I was on the mat like on the train, not wearing a mask. And this lady was looking at me like, like, I'm like, you would think I was Hitler standing there, bro. Like she was looking at me with just such disgust, yeah. anger, contempt. Like if, if she had a way to kill me and not like, like lawfully, bro, she would do it in no, no time at all. They, they did not give us any sympathy or empathy at all. When we weren't wearing masks, do not give them the same back. That's why we lose, bro. Yeah, I agree. I agree, but it, I don't know. It's hard because, like I said, we're good people. That's the problem is, like, we, we're we good people. I'm not a Nazi because I support Trump, but you are kind of a Nazi if you support Bogan. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's hard because we're good people, but the good people are going to get ran over nine times out of ten, and well, no matter what the scenario is, if you're trying to be a good person. If you're a good person in a marriage, if you're just trying to be a good person, you're going to get ran over. I'm saying I would think you're a better person if you stood up for what you believed right. in, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're right. Well, I mean, what have I told you, though? Like, good guys getting stepped on is how bad guys are made. Yeah. It's like they didn't realize they're making a shit ton of bad guys. 
Like, do you, do you think five years ago I would have said, you know, about masks like that? Like, just fucking laugh at people that are, you know, yeah, scared right. of getting sick? Absolutely not. But welcome to the shitstorm they created, dude. It wasn't me that looked at me like I'm Hitler for not wearing a mask. Yeah. Like, I wasn't shamed for, you know, I, I was shamed for not wearing a mask. Why would we not give that right back to them, bro? Yeah, I agree. Do you... That do you think there's almost a civil war going on already? Like a quiet civil war. Yeah, I would say it's mental. Maybe, I guess. Like, I hate that we're there, but, you know, it's not. It's no one but the rich elite and the retarded liberals that follow them that caused that problem. It's, I want to say liberals. What would you say? Leftists. Because liberals, they, they make sense. Like, liberals... Here's another thing. Like this, this really blew my mind when Prager broke it down. Liberals don't believe that there should be like a black college or a black national anthem or a black whatever. They don't. They don't see race. Like they don't. They don't believe in that. Leftists do, and that is a huge distinction to make. Like there's, that is a completely change of ideology. So yeah, to pair, yeah. pair the liberals with them is almost not fair because. The, the liberals still believe in like rational, logical thinking. How many the of them? More, how many liberals can you name, bro? That's my thing. Joe Rogan's a real, uh, Rogan. Joe Rogan, my father. Okay, two people, bro. Like th those are not the overwhelming majority of people voting for these restrictions. Yeah, like you may That's be. What I'm saying. That's why they're leftists. Yeah, okay. But, like, I mean, to me, if you vote for this shit, you're in the same group. Yeah. Like, that's the hard part is I think there are more liberal-minded people. But if you're in lockstep with the hard leftists, you know. A good, I would say a good liberal is Jason. Yeah. Jason, I'd yeah. i so, too. Yeah, not left. Leftist is completely different than what Jason is. Jason, like. We would be able, would be able, we do sit down and are able to have a conversation, sit down, talk, and it, he could disagree on us with religion. I could disagree with him on anything he says. Sure. But the connection that we have, because we're both still good people, supersedes that. Mm -hmm. And I'm a saying leftist does not yeah. care if, if you talk to them and they say whatever and you say, I disagree. That's the end of the conversation. There is no longer a conversation. It turns into fuck you. I hate you. Leave me alone. Don't ever talk to me again. That's the, you know what I'm saying? That's the I'm difference. saying there is a distinction, but I think there's vastly more leftists that are yeah. voting. For oh, these no. Things. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's where, that's the problem we're having is the poor liberal. Like I would be pissed if I was a liberal. Oh, I would be too. <laughs> How many be, of them feel swindled? By Joe Biden right now. <laughs> I mean, I mean, oh, how many? Oh my God! How many times I gotta go on Twitter and see some person in a Democrat city get their head smashed in by some criminal, only to go on their Twitter page and they are nothing but Democrat supporters, bro. Yeah. No, I was, yeah, I was watching a lady on. Somebody was breaking it down. It was a lady on TikTok who lives in San Fran, and got spit on. And she was crying about it because she was just walking out of the grocery store and a homeless person spit on her. And she was crying about it. And like, where does it stop? Where does it end? And you go look back like which which way she voted. And she voted all left. 
and, <laughs> and bro, what what am I am I supposed to feel sympathy for her? No, no, I'm not. Even if I'm, <laughs> I'm probably supposed to, I would have five years ago. But now, bro, you vote for these things. People like people vote for this shit to happen. They they want it to happen. They don't want to get spit on, but they're voting for this shit at the ballot box. And it's like, I I hate to say it, but good. I hope it happens every single time you go to work, bro. Yeah. I, I hope it happens until you realize the 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 hurt <laughs> that you're causing yourself, dude. Oh my god. Look at look at I'm sorry, bro, how to get passionate. Look at New York though, bro. They're mm. like, oh, we're a sanctuary city. They vote like 80% Democrat in New York City until it shows up at their door. And now there's too many of them to even fucking house. Like these yeah. people vote for things that aren't in their interests and then get upset when they get called out on it or they see this is why I want to go into psychology. Cause how can you, how can you vote for that? And then not understand where it leads? Like, how could you vote for that? And then when you do get spit on in the face, how could you not understand that this is what you voted for? You know what I'm saying? Like, how could it, yeah, a good example is the black population. And I think, I think that's turning because of the Trump thing. They're now saying like, we, I love they love Trump more than anything now because he's getting indicted for shit that's bullshit. And they're like, that's what's been happening to us for years and years and years and most years. Of like the black, now. Most of the black people I know fuck with him, dude. Like, and that's what I'm saying. So it used to be them voting 90 percent Democrat, 90 percent. If it wasn't 95, blue. more than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Blue. And how could you run around and say. Like, I'm, I'm upset about this and not understand that this is what you're doing to yourself. Like, how do those two wires not connect? It, to me, they, to me, it makes sense. Like, it's, this is what I vote for. Boom. Like, I'm in Florida. This place is amazing. There's some things where I'm like, ah, but this is what I vote for. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Where it's, it's like, ah, it's, but I gave this up to get this. It's because people are so emotional, bro. Look at us. Our whole lives, we grew up thinking America was just this bastion of excellence. We were the good guys, right? But it wasn't until we saw so much evidence to the contrary that we were willing to change our opinion on that, right? Yeah. That, I think, is what it's going to take because, I mean, at the end of the day, it's so it's so emotional. But that's if such it, a slippery slope, too. Like, you, if you need that, it's going to end up like the Russian gulags for them to realize, like, oh, fuck, this is where we're at. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Getting spit in the face isn't fucking enough for some people, dude. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but like, fuck, bro. Sorry. Yeah. Get get spat on a few more times. Maybe that'll change. Like, yeah, fucking sucks, dude. Like, it sucks, man. But it, and it's I think it's just because we're not we're not well versed on the history, like. It didn't take us so long. It took us so long to realize America wasn't the good guys because in school they teach America is the good guys. Sure. And that's all we learn all growing up is America is the good guys. We're the greatest country on earth. And I, I would still say that. I, that's the problem. Yeah. It's like we're going through all this bullshit. But I would still tell my kids this is the greatest country on earth. So they're being raised with the idea that this is the greatest country on earth and nothing can beat it. What? That's I'll the problem. Like how do you how do you teach the kid like, this all is we, the greatest, but at the same time, all we can really do is look at ways that we've changed our opinions and think, okay, how can we just reverse engineer that? 
Yeah. Like I'll take, I'm not going to name them, but there is a group that I'm not very fond of right now. Growing up, I were I was told and taught how they were picked on for no reason. They haven't done anything wrong. <laughs> everyone for just no reason. murdered, genocide. Everyone just woke up, expelled from country. Everyone just woke up and thought, oh, how can I fuck with someone today? Oh, eeny, meeny, miny, you. <laughs> and, and it's so bad that, you know, you're even uncomfortable to criticize these people. You know who yeah. I'm talking about. Oh no, I knew right away. <laughs> but but when but when at what point did I say, man, maybe there is some behind this? It wasn't until I saw all this evidence that was on the side of it was so much shit. It was like, okay, how can I have this old opinion that I have? Yeah, it wouldn't make sense. That's it's, the thing. I think just reason has to take over at some point. What at what point does reason take over for the emotional? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you almost have to bypass the emotion with such an overwhelming amount of reason that it's simply yeah. inignorable. And that's uh, cutting it back to prayer. That's what he's saying. All life is is the battle between the brain and the mind. Exactly. And I thought that was unbelievable. Bro, spot on, dude. Yeah, like all life is is like the, the example he gave was if I'm going to get cheesecake, but I'm 300 pounds and have diabetes, my brain wants to get cheesecake, but my mind says, all right, I shouldn't do this, but I'm going to do it anyway because the brain beats the mind. Yes. At some point, that's the problem is we need everyone to be educated. That's like we need them to be smart enough to realize that pretty much. Yes, and, and I, I don't. And that's the biggest, uh, and that's what we do here. That's that's why we talk here, and on our podcast is like we need we need to lay it. That's what I learned from getting out of the army. That's what I learned through going to through depression. That's just the brain telling my mind what to do. That's letting the brain take over for my mind. How could I? How can my? It's going to happen. How can my brain not be like, oh, this this fucking blows. I'm divorced. I got kicked out of the army. Like this sucks emotionally that that's logical to think like that's that it makes sense to think that i mean hell i thought that yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah <laughs> so you have to have the mind to take over the brain and the mind to say it, it to break it down so simplistic you brush your teeth every morning not a single person wants to go brush their teeth no one wakes up and is like oh i want to go brush my teeth no yeah thank god you're yeah brush my teeth no, but you, you tell yourself, no, I have to brush my teeth because I'll be gross if I don't. It's the same thing. You have to take over with your own mind. And that's the problem. When you don't have a mind, you run around mindlessly because the government takes care of everything and you're good to go. That's what happens in World War II. That's what happens in, in Russia, USSR, in, in Germany. That's what happens. We'll take care of everything else. Just listen to what we say. Don't well, worry about anything. That's, I guess, the kind of hunt the good stuff silver lining about this whole thing is people i mean I'll, it'd be great if everyone voted logically but that's just not going to happen right but people vote emotionally and it bites them in the ass mm -hmm. and it i think it's gotten to a point where it's it's becoming so bad <laughs> people are finally starting to realize bro like, you know they, this you, you know they got an app in uh, los angeles where it'll show you where the shit is on the street. 
What the fuck? Not not dog shit, bro. I'm talking human waste on Real the ground. Species. Because it's such a problem. It's like, okay, I get it. You may think Republicans are a bunch of evil racists, right? But if you're stepping in human waste every time you walk to this store, and then when you get there, you got to get the clerk because everything's behind the counter. You get yeah, robbed on the way home. The fuck up. You know, you buy something from someone that's got fentanyl in it. it, it these problems are kind of self-correcting in a way. Yeah. No, dude, it feels so bad. Like this, that's why I want to like do, do shit and affect, affect people on such a mass scales. Cause even at home Depot, bro, when they have to get anything over, I think it's like $50, anything over $50. We chain up, we chain lock up. it up. Trevor. We lock it up. And then when somebody, when someone buys like a lawnmower or a whatever is, uh, leaf blower a chainsaw anything i have to unlock it give them one and then take it up there with them and the whole time i'm like dude this is like i feel bad for doing it like i it feel does. like this is ridiculous like they're they're making me do this like the people like it almost feels like i it, i don't trust them that's what it feels like but in reality it's it's separating me from them because I don't want them to think that I don't trust them, that I don't think they're a good human. But this is where we're at. Like the the one thing Home Depot showed me is how much crime truly went up due to COVID and due to the new president. Oh, yeah. crime shot through the fucking roof. Home Depot is losing millions, not just thousands. They're losing millions of dollars because people were just taking it. And people will come in, cut the lawnmower box, take the battery and leave. That's what they know about too, bro. Yeah. Like it's just, I mean, go try and go to the bathroom in downtown Tampa or in Nashville. You get treated like a criminal for trying to go to the bathroom. <laughs> what, like, what do you mean? Go you have to fucking buy something from this store so they have your information. You have to get the lock, you know, or the oh key. yeah, like at a gas station, go get the why, key. Why why do they do that? Because we've allowed these people to shoot up fucking heroin in there and overdose and kill themselves for so long. Yeah. Like, the these issues are, they're so pervasive, but they're so in your face that I think it's going to have, it's going to have to get worse before it gets better. Just yeah. because people are so emotional that they're going to have to see this is so bad. You can't walk your kids anywhere, bro. You yeah, can't. you don't see any kids. I don't see anyone playing outside anymore. I'm saying, bro, you can't fucking go walk down San Francisco or take the subway at night without getting fucking pushed on the tracks, beat up, mugged. And then what? For the cops to show up and say, oh, yeah, well, that, that happens. What are you going to do? Yeah, no, I got I got a good question for you, but I got to go to the bathroom. Yeah, pause that. Right, I got to go too. Hold yeah, on. I'm about to play a little background music. Yeah, we'll, we'll be back, back in a sec.
Yeah. All right. Yo. <laughs> Fuck with that music. Um. Do you? So we talk about one of the big things that woke my mind up is when you told me, Trevor, you need to relax because if you think about the general IQ of America, you're above that. But you have to know that there's also the, it's an average. So there's people below it too. And there may be people below it by a lot. There may be people below or above it by a lot. Do you think America is generally smart enough to recognize this, to recognize all of this? Do you think yeah. America will at some point be like, all right, this is enough because it's, it's steady declining too. the general IQ. Like it was 120 years ago and now it's at like 95. Are we smart enough to recognize how bad things are? Right. I think because yes. that's emotional. Yeah. No, I think a hundred percent we are because you, you take the, the lowest IQ person, right? They're going to get more pissed off when, Shit has just become so bad in a lot of areas that I think it is impossible for the people in any part of the IQ curve to ignore. You don't have to be Albert Einstein to realize that you have five addicts overdosing in front of your apartment. Right. But do you think you think they'll be smart enough to know what to do about it? Like they've got to realize I, I like that's well, that's the what I'm saying is the people do. that are voting left don't realize that this is what the left is causing. I you don't do. Do I think they're going to be smart enough to realize what the other option like? The, yeah. You get spit in the face and then not even the other option. You get spit in the face and you don't realize, Hmm, this is because of me. Um, I don't think so. Unless people tell them like tough love in a way. Yeah. Also. I think that's where we have this kind of ground like conversation that really makes an impact with people, right? Like think about it like this. If you were in downtown Manhattan working at the target down there, right? And I'm a dummy. I'm coming in like, Oh, this shit is so whack, bro. Nothing's fucking happening. This shit sucks. Fat camel dick, but I don't know what to do. And if I remember that I talked to you about it and I saw, Oh, well, fuck that guy was telling me about Trump. Maybe he's onto something. Like you don't know anything about anyone else. All I know is that I had a conversation with you, a Trump supporter, and it was pleasant. That I think is. I mean, what else? What else are you going to do? What else can yeah. you do? Yeah, because yeah, that I will say. Yeah, so here's a good example of it. When I didn't know what to do about religion, all mm -hmm. I remembered was you saying God is good. Exactly. I wasn't smart enough to realize religion may solve my problems. Mm -hmm. But when shit got so bad and I realized I needed to change something, I could think back to the time. See, oh, wait, Kevin always said God is good or thank the Lord or whatever it may be. Maybe I should look into this. I think you're right. I think you're on to something. I think maybe because I didn't even say which god no you know? no you didn't say anything you just i, <laughs> I could have been talking about the hindu god yeah, bro beside of the greek gods or some shit, whatever yeah. whatever it don't matter bro all that so all that, that up to their interpretation yes and and you don't have to be some outspoken trump guy but just to even expose them to the other options that exist you know 
a lot of people just vote the way that they do instinctively because that's how they're raised. Like, I can't mm -hmm. blame them for that. But just to, I guess, plant the seed in their mind that there are other options out there. <coughs> Excuse me. And it doesn't have to be like this. <laughs> I mean, I think that's all we can really do, bro. I'd love to just throw out a pill to where everyone would, you know. Become smarter. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But, like, that's not going to happen, man. It man. ain't the COVID shot. <laughs> no, hell no. That's what they should do. Give everyone smart juice instead of that COVID, <laughs> yeah, COVID shot. Mandate a smart juice, dude. Yo, yeah. Pray to God, bro. No. That's what I'm saying is, like, the people that you see with a mask and all that, you're my first thought is, like, dude, you got to be dumb. Yes. But then my empathy plays in. I'm like, all right, well, maybe they have some medical situation to where they got to wear this. And I'm not going to be mean for no reason. Because mm -hmm. it's, it's a precaution. And how could I get mad at someone for being cautious? You know what I'm saying? Like Because what? they hated you for the same thing. Yeah. I, the people that I'm talking about, like exposing them to our beliefs, right? Those aren't the hard line. You got to wear a mask, three of them everywhere. Yeah. I think we yeah, have I, to be, yeah. we have to be willing to say that there's a certain part of that population that is just not going to get changed no matter what. The extremist. The extremist, bro. That's who I mean we should mock. Right. But mm -hmm. that is not the majority of people that vote blue. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. No, that's, that's the problem too, is we're catering to 2%. 1% of the population. Yeah, yeah. And like that's where these conversations really help is cuz you're not odds are going to run into someone from the far left faction. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be some dude that's been voting Democrat his whole life cuz that's all he knows. That I think there's Can I do that? I'm sorry to cut you off. No, go ahead. Can I do that at work cuz this is where a lot of the, I don't go to the grocery store like if if I do go to the grocery store and see someone wearing the mask, I don't give a shit because I'm going to get my food. But when I'm chilling at work and have nothing better to do, how do I how do I do that at work and not get fired? You know what I'm you saying? Take like take a long time. You act incompetent. You mm -hmm. do it in other ways, bro. You're not gonna say, Oh, you have a mask, fuck yourself. Say, <laughs> oh, what? You need oh, okay, I'll go look for it. you grab them the wrong thing, bro. That's what you do. Yeah, because even if I – I'm trying to think of, like, even how to start the conversation. Like, how, why are you wearing the mask? That's pretty – because to me, that's pretty, like, aggressive almost. I wouldn't do that. Make them wonder, bro. Wonder what? Wonder why everywhere I go, people are treating me with such contempt. I can't get good help anywhere I go. Why? Uh -huh. Fuck them, dude. Make their yeah. heads hurt. I'm I have no sympathy at <laughs> all for these people, bro. They they treated us like the scum of the earth for years for not wearing a mask, bro. They deserve no sympathy. Don't help them. They want a lawnmower, grab them a fridge. Oh, my bad. I misheard you. I bro, we were in the army. We could fuck with that, dude. Like the malicious compliance. Yeah. I'll, I'll act like an idiot. Fuck you. Who cares, bro? Because because Trevor, in the opposite situation, they would do the same thing to you, if not yeah. worse. Yeah. They would throw you out. Look at the comparison. They wouldn't even let you into the store. At least they're in there. But do everything you can 
to make to it miserable. Just make it hard, bro. Go in the back and take a while. Refer them to an employee that you know is not the best. Oh, don't mind if I do. I'm saying <laughs> I can think of a thousand different ways to mess with these people, bro. But because that's we, my thing is that, and that's what we're saying is we're not bad people. Like Trump supporters, they're not bad people, but they're turning a leap to where they're, like you said, good people getting stepped on is where how bad people are made, and they're becoming bad people. I'm not a bad person. I don't want to make anyone's life more difficult. And if you make my life more difficult, I'm able to live with it because that's that's how I've been raised. That's who I am. Like we're, we're, I'm able to live with it. So it doesn't in this grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter. Yes. But this is becoming an issue. So yeah. I you and you have to become not a bad person, but handle it poorly for them to realize, like you said, like when I if I'm going out of the grocery store and getting spit on every time, that's a shitty thing. I don't want to spit on anyone. I won't spit on anyone because that's just kind of fucked. But if it happens over and over and over and over again, where I'm going, and that's exactly like what you're saying. I'm going to get gas. I'm going into a shop. I'm going everywhere without a mask on. And I'm constantly being told, fuck you. No, you, you can't come in. Whatever it is. And finally, I'm like, you know what? Maybe I should wear a mask just exactly. so I can get treated, just so I can have a better time in life. At some point, they're like, all right, maybe it's the fucking mask. Because I'm not saying anything to these people. I'm just asking for a lawnmower and I'm getting a fucking refrigerator. What's going on? It can't be what I'm saying. It's got to be how I look. Or like they're they're getting a, almost a, like a preconceived notion not to help me in the right way. Even if they never figure it out, I'm fine with that. Yeah. They can wonder until their dying days why no one helped them when they wore a mask, bro. Yeah. Good. <laughs> I would argue that it, it would be a worse... It would make you a bad person to say, oh, these people trampled on my rights. They made it. I couldn't even say goodbye to my parents when they were dying in the hospital. And then to let that person in and just. Yeah, bro. No graduations, that, no weddings, no, that, no, bro, no church, no church, no. I could get arrested for going to church, but I could ride on the streets, bro. And and you mean to tell me I'm a good person if I ex just let bygones be bygones and accept them now? Knowing, knowing full well that the next pandemic they're gonna do the same thing to me. Yeah. Bro, again, no, you, bro, you got to be out of your damn mind, dude. <laughs> I just, oh, I that, that's how we got into this situation where all of our power is subverted as a country is because yeah, we have if you this. Look in the past, that's exactly what happened in like Russia and everything. Like no one put up a fight, no one did anything because it's the government. I'm good. I'm not gonna say anything. It, like but then we have this, up in the fucking prison camp. We exactly we have this mentality of I just want to be left alone, right? Right. That works. Other people do not want to leave you alone, though, and then yeah, it doesn't that, work. Yeah. <laughs> it only works if everyone does it. Uh, but there, there are people whose thirst for power is so insatiable that they want to control what you put in your body, what you wear, where you go, everything about you. I cannot make peace with that kind of evil, bro. Yeah, that's yeah, and that's that's like the next step I need to take if I'm being honest. Like it, and I mean, you look at Jordan Peterson; that's what he had to do too, and that's why he got a lot of hate. And that's what's scary is when you start doing this, you're you're gonna get even more hated upon. But when Bill C-16 came out and he finally had to speak up because they're infringing on his freedom of speech, like he he had to become more malicious. You oh, had yeah. you have to start like you said malicious compliance. You have to become more upset with the fact 
upset with the things going on to where people know. And that's my problem is I walk around, I'm happy, I smile with everyone, no matter who you are, what color you are. And that's the difference between, you know, liberals and left, the lefts, the cover, colors matter and all that shit. Yeah. I'm happy to say whatever, fuck it. But like you said, I'm not willing, I'm not willing to go through another COVID. I'm not. I'm not trying to do that shit again. I'm a good person. You're turning me into a bad one. Exactly. If I was doing heroin every show and passing out, you would not be a good person to just say, oh, fuck it. Let him yeah. do his own thing. Like, yeah. like these people all these people hated you years ago, Trevor. Do you think you just stop hating someone? I, dude, Joe Biden called us the enemy of the state. The I'm just saying it's just the like enemy, in, bro. It, bro, it, just like in Vietnam, bro. They're like, oh, didn't know Viet Cong ever call me the N-word. Didn't know fucking Taliban ever call me a MAGA fascist. Yeah. Like, no, they 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 hate us. And so do you think, going back to the chess games, the easiest way to get a team to turn on themselves, and I heard this, I think this is Jocko, easiest way to get a team to turn on themselves is to cause an uproar within the team. So if someone already hates someone, you're saying in Navy SEAL training, if there was already beef between two people, they would emphasize the beef to see if they can, they could stand it. Do you think this, this is all being played out by China and Russia and all of those people who are like, let's get in the heads of Americans and let's do this. Because they already got their shit figured out. They knew no one was going to go against what they're saying. They just, like China knows no one's going to speak up against this. But if we do this to America, yes. we might be getting them to divide. It's not the Chinese or the Russians, though, doing it. I'll tell you that much. But, I mean, I think that they're there, influencing is, it. There, are, there is foreign influence to divide us, but that's already happened. We people uh, what we were talking about, bro. People hated us for not wearing masks. We did not start the division in this country. That's what I'm saying. Foreign? Do you think foreign affairs did it? Foreign oh, nation. I think I think Israel did that shit. Absolutely. They had a means to do it. They had a motivation to do it. And it's Why, just to get our land or take over for us. When people are divided, they're more easier to conquer and control. It's that simple. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. So yeah, so the enemy did this. Oh yeah, bro. Look at how look, look at this. How united we were after World War II, right? Compared to where we are now in 80 years. That doesn't happen without something being intentional, right? Yeah. What my point is, I think we're past the point of saying, you know, did it happen or did it not? I think it has happened. We've seen how divided we are, but then it's like, well, I'm sorry. If it's if it's between you and them, you know, yeah. the you're I guess like I don't want it to be like a my side versus their thing, but my hope is we can kind of by talking to people make a what not a not a side, but like I guess a big group or a faction of people yeah. that, you know, value individual sovereignty. 
And that's what you need. That's what I was saying. You need a group because doing it individually is not going to work. You need the team. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And what, what it's going to do is bring everyone together and realize, like, political sides aside, you know when, you're, when your freedom is being trespassed upon. Yeah. Right? You feel and it. It's you a, like feel you said, it. It's an emotional dude. thing. You can feel it. And I think that's what the solution is. I don't think it's a civil war, everyone getting more developed or more entrenched in their own sides. I think it's us realizing, okay, there's a side that wants to control you and everything you say, and then there's everyone else. And that's the group that we need to fucking build up and empower. Because, I mean, people are going to be evil, dude. That's just going to happen. But what we can do is make that group really, really tiny and say, yeah, y'all have no power here. You try and yeah. control us, we mock you, bro. You get spit on in your own fucking cities. Yeah. They do, Shout they, out to DeSantis. That's exactly what he's doing. Yeah, dude. Like, good. That's how it should be. Yeah. Now, you just took away the local government of Disney like a year ago or whatever. That's what I figured out what was happening in uh, school. Yeah. DeSantis literally, they the, the state has the power to give local government authority. Mm-hmm. or establish a local government. Disney was its own government. I and heard something about that. Yeah. yeah, we taxed Disney. Finally, DeSantis says, Disney is no longer their own government. We're dissolving it. We're taking over because of all the shit going on. So finally, there's it's not a Disney police anymore. It's the state's police again. Yeah. So it's saying, you know what, that's, that's enough. But it's so it's so tough because you get so much backlash and you get so much hate for doing something like that. But at the same time, it's like, do you really care? Because even like Christian versus atheist, do I really care if an atheist hates my point of view? If an atheist says, fuck, fuck you for your religious beliefs. Do I really give a shit? Because. They they don't think the same I same way i do but not only that they they're malicious about it and like uh-huh. like us we're, we're good people we're not malicious about it but you're making us malicious because i i started off not caring yeah i started i started off caring and now you got me to the point where i don't care because you're just a shitty person so do i really give a shit if i go around talking about my religious beliefs and anyone who disagrees can chew glass anyways. That's where I heard a quote one time, bro. It said, uh, your, your booze mean nothing. I've seen what makes you cheer. And that's what I fucking, every time I think, you know, like it's not my nature to fucking mock someone for wearing a mask. But it's like, I have seen what those people like and what they approve of. And that's, that's not something I want to give a shit about at all, bro. Yeah. Like if you if you cheer about me being thrown in jail because I don't wear a mask, right? I don't yeah. give a shit what you dislike about me. Yeah, that's that's an enemy. But that's the problem. We haven't been nothing on the media says the mask wearer is our enemy. It's no. The Which is why the populism side of us like collectively realize it's like the school with the what they're teaching kids in school, right? Most parents do not want their kids seeing a book of a dude sucking dick. Or, or a woman's anyone sucking dick, bro. People don't want that shit to be taught in school. And 
anyone sucking. The, the the people that don't want that shit taught is like most people, bro. I had to believe it's like 75 to 80%. At least. At least, right? And like that's the it's like a like a microcosm, I guess you could say. Like that's the type of shit we need to fucking realize is we're not a left and right divide. We're kind of a common sense where this is just not gonna fly versus the loudest people who are just saying we must let this fly. Yeah, I heard dude the shit from Prager yesterday just blew my mind. It was only I think it was an hour long podcast and I watched a little 30 minute thing and he's got a cool thing. It's fireside talk or yeah fireside talks and he just sits by his fire in his house and talks. But he was on this podcast dude and he said no one on the left has wisdom. It's all intelligence. The left the left has intelligence. They're smart. They're not stupid. They can't get to this state without being smart. But the wisdom is a completely different thing. Wisdom is experience. Wisdom is, is life itself. Being smart is easy. You can know one plus one or whatever it is. That's that's easy. But if they don't you don't have any wisdom, so you don't know how it plays out. And that's why that's how socialism and communism and all that shit goes awry, because that's a leftist ideology. And they have no wisdom towards how it should work or how it should be run. Mm. They just think, yeah. oh, in the books, this is the, these are the facts, whatever the fuck, whatever the facts they think it is, it should be good like this. Good to go. That's why so, socialism's never been truly tried before. Yo, it's, I mean, it is. You have a definition of socialism. And this didn't quite fit the definition. But if you look at it through our lens with wisdom, you're like, oh, no, that's fucking it. <laughs> maybe for a reason no yeah. it it's yeah. smart to jail your political opponents but it's not wise at all because right. you realize when the other party gets in, in power they can do the same thing to you and it, that's that's the that's the turn where i'm expecting do you expect a, a reagan style election where it's 49 to 1 oh fuck this no, time dude. yeah Never. i don't know i don't think that's ever gonna happen i thought that was gonna happen in 2020 and look <laughs> how that totally legitimately played out of course. But yeah, if it was legitimate, do you think that would have happened? Oh fuck yeah. I mean not not I think, to Reagan. No, I think this next election it will, but I think the saving grace is that people are so on guard about that. That but like at the end of the day, it doesn't need to happen, you know. Trump only lost by less than fifty thousand votes in the states that matter. You don't need to have every single state but one, you know. That's true. That happened you organically, bro. That didn't. You don't need to win the election that way, but do you need that to turn the country around? Uh, is a fifty-one forty-nine election gonna solve the problem? Of what we're, we're I don't doing? think so, and I don't like. I think that is a problem in and of itself. That kind of yeah. unity, because the closest thing we have ever had to that as younger people was right after nine eleven. Right when Bush had a ninety percent approval rating, and look what that happened! Look what, what look what happened with that. We just went into war with the country for no reason. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I yeah. think the division is kind of a good thing in that regard, bro. When people are so united and ready to, you know, shoot at whatever targets up there, we're easy to manipulate, and that's when bad things happen. Yeah, that's like that was what the difference was with Reagan is that it was generally good. That like the byproduct of that. What, what do you say? The government isn't the solution. It's part of the problem. 
Yes, yes. And that's where the right, you know, happens to take the L is where the, the party of small government. It's like that doesn't work when you want the big government or when the big government party is taking over all your shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't do it. Over your small government. Gotta do something, bro. Yo, a fucking big old L, dude. Yeah. Fuck. Dude, that's. No, I didn't. I didn't expect to talk about any of this. I just wanted to talk 9/11. We ended up going fear. Well, that's why we deserve the people that lost their lives on that day to have these discussions, bro. Yeah. Because they didn't get to see what happened after that. And I think the only way that we can prevent another thing like that from happening is if we have these discussions. Yeah. Yeah. And I, it, it stinks. Cause now like we have to relate it to Bovid. Cause that's, that's like the, the nine 11 of our generation pretty much. I mean, you think about the lives lost, how many, you know, yeah. how many were lost. I mean, it, it, it's more than nine 11, but, do you see it as tragic as 9-11? It's not as tragic. It didn't happen like that. It didn't happen one day. It didn't happen with, what, within like three hours of each other. Yeah. All, I all don't know. Attacks. Like it, it, I think they were both incredibly tragic, just in different ways. I think it's pretty similar ways because of how it went about. Hmm. Yeah, you know, like, like, it, it's fairly similar. The government us, lying. Us being attacked, yeah. Us being attacked. People dying. Almost like a... That's that's the, that's the what I'm saying. That's the only difference is it didn't happen quick, so people didn't unite quickly. People didn't... There was no 912. Well, and, and I think, it, no. It's slowly becoming a 912. But we didn't... slowly building up. We didn't have Twitter back then. Right. Do you think we would have invaded Iraq in the first place if people could see how much of a lie it was? Like I mean, if 9-11 happened today, would we go into Iraq? Would we go into Iraq right now? Yeah, 9-11 happened today. I Personally, I don't think so. I think we would end up in 9-11. I think we would. It, Ukraine. But people yeah. can people are can tell that that's bullshit. They're just doing it anyway. People can see the bullshit that the government is pushing now because there's so much access to information. Yeah. I don't think we would have went to Iraq after 9-11 happened. If, That's what I'm saying. I think we would have, but I think our, our force would have been weaker, just like Ukraine. Like morale on a morale standpoint. People like the people this is what people don't understand. It's like soldiers are no longer soldiers like they were in World War II. Soldiers are everyday people just like us. Just affected in a different way. But when I was going to work, I was, I, I see my mom do it every day. I was waking up at six, brushing my teeth, getting changed, getting lunch together, going to work. Going. It was a normal, it was a normal life. And people don't understand that. They think like soldiers are so badass or whatever it is. Soldiers are this or soldiers are that. Like you're saying, soldiers are on Twitter. Fucking Alexander for one. Shout out to Alexander. He's on Twitter. Smart dude. Still a part of the military. But there's the morale is they're beating up the morale so much to where there's less people joining the forces. And at some point, I don't know if this would even happen, but I, you only have enough soldiers to take care of your land. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like our military is going to run thin enough to where we got to just do. We don't even have people stationed in our own places. Well, it's like when when there's access to information, people are harder to bullshit. Right. It, like on with the recruiting thing, bro, I can 20 years ago, I w- wouldn't have 10,000 soldiers. I could ask about their experience. Now I can go on Reddit and see what the reality is actually like. I can go on Twitter and see what the reality mm-hmm. is actually like. People are harder to fool when they have such information that contradicts the official government narrative. Yeah. And that, I think, is something we should be thankful for, for all the nonsense social media's causes. We, it's harder for the government to lie about things. That's, yeah, that's why independent journalism is so badass. That's yeah, why I like, love what we do. We could have still gone into Iraq, but we probably wouldn't have been the giant war that it was now. Same with Afghanistan. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. How long do you think Ukraine will play out? Till the next president? Not, they're running the out of Ukrainians, bro. They ain't going to last that much longer. Did you see the fight in the Ukraine uh, parliament or whatever they call it? No. I wouldn't Dude, be. like in their house, in their <laughs> government, they were like, they were fucking fighting. Like, not like throwing shit or nothing. No, they were fist fighting in the Ukraine government. That was like known as the most corrupt country up in fucking Europe up until when the war started. <laughs> they're they're drafting fucking like seventy year old men, bro. They're not gonna. That shit ain't gonna last that long. No, I they can't. don't have enough people, bro. But that's what I'm saying is fucking Afghanistan, Taliban, all like. Afghanistan didn't have enough people. We gave them the people. We were the people over there, bro. Without us, they would have. Without us, they fall just like it fucking happened when we pulled out. Well, and, and too, yeah, they've been at war since the country's inception. They're all used to having ten kids, yeah, to survive. Yeah, but Ukraine no, no, bro, fuck the Ukraine, dude. I ain't got a good thing to say about the Ukraine. I do fuck with their flag. It is a cool flag, but. Not I'm cool sick talk. of seeing it everywhere. Yeah. I I feel the worst for the people in that country, bro. Yeah, exactly. And that's yeah, and that. Do you think that's because we're soldiers and we've been in that situation, or you think that's just like, why do you why do you feel for the people over there? You know what I'm saying? Because, dude, you're a, you're a, a bunch of citizens of a country with a really corrupt government that's conscripting you to fight. You can't say no. That I think would be the worst thing. Is if you knew the war was bullshit before you went, Vietnam. Yes, imagine drafted in. If bro, yeah, exactly. But like you know that it's nonsense, and yet you're still getting forced to go fight in it, knowing that yeah. you'll probably die or at the worst get your leg blown off. Yeah. Like that's who I feel for, bro. Is the people there that know that this government is nonsense, still think that they can win somehow, and are sent to the front lines. Yeah. All for what, dude? Yeah, fucking yeah. Yeah, I don't know, dude. It's just tough. Yeah. Fucking brutal. <laughs> well, I we like this to... long form though, going on for a while. Yeah, man. bro. We I don't have that many. It's just us. So I fuck with it, dude. Yeah, no, this is good. Yeah. This is good because this is like everyday conversation. Not everyday like this, but I mean, yeah, we our... go on for hours almost <laughs> every day about some shit. <laughs> this is the type of shit we talk about in our discourse, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, link, sure. link below. Link below. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all want to chop it up? Yo, hit us up. Dude. Yeah, no, we love because it's it's hard, man, when you're just living out there, going to work, coming home, going to school, and you got a bunch of fucking hooligans around you believing to do this right. Like, go, go, literally, go read a book. Like, 
Go read a book on fucking communism, anything, Marxism, anything. Go Just go read a fucking book about history, and you will soon realize this shit leads to an absolute, absolute shit show of a country and situation. Look up the Bolshevik Revolution if you want to see what's happening right now. It's the exact same thing. Yeah. No, that's, yeah. It's fucking tough, man. It's, the everyday people, it's hard to stand by because, you know, it's like people like us, just normal, average people living life, end up turning into a, a, a bad person in some regard just to try and save themselves. Like, at what point is it not bad? Like, like you're saying, it's it's good to talk shit about someone who's wearing a mask. It's a necessary evil. It is yeah. not a fight that we started. Yeah, but it's exactly. a fight that we found ourselves in, and there is no option but to win. So yeah. win. Yeah, there. Hey, amen, dude. Come what, on. What other op? Oh, well, <laughs> I could look up throughout the history of what's going to happen if we lose. That's not a good option, bro. Yeah, and I think that's the that's our saving grace is the people on the right do know their shit. They do know history, and that's why they that's why they feel this way. That's why they feel the way we do. So I do think the there there won't be like a situation where we're all in prison camps or some shit like it was in World War II. Because if, if someone came to arrest me for some bullshit reason, it would not happen. Like I, people are going to start killing cops. It's going to start happening. People are going to start killing the FBI. When you when you see videos like this dude, I think his name was Nick, who gets arrested in front of his own privately owned business for being at January 6th, nothing to do with it, being there, and he gets arrested, and there's people filming him, and the FBI saying, back off. He said, I could go over there. Yes, I know you could go over there. All right, so we're both aware I can go over there. Yes. All right, why can't I go over there? We just ask you, you don't. Shit's going to start happening. You know what I'm saying? We just had, it's his business, so don't worry about it. Shit's going to start happening. People are going to start dying. And that's that's the shitty part is when you start standing up. And I was even thinking when watching this video, I'm like, man, I would give my life. I, I would. I would put my life on the line to go figure out the truth for that guy. Whether the FBI wanted to kill me or not, I'm going to, there's, there's going to be a fight put up because. That guy can't do it anymore. He's handcuffed. He's going to prison. He can't fight for himself anymore. They locked his ass up. Someone has to fight for him. And I would yeah. I would be willing to die for that. If I had to kill an FBI officer oh, just so God. that they kill me. Shout out to the FBI listening to this right now. Oh, my God. Just yeah, so that they kill trouble, me. man. We're not trying to kill any FBI listeners, bro. This is all in Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> but if I had to. And that's what caused this. This was my mental process. I would I would have killed one of them so that they would kill me so that the media has to report on this. There's no way they can breeze by this shit. But at the same time, they do every day. So would it even work? Let's just not get in trouble, bro. Know, Save that for when we have the media control. Now, we are already fucked. But... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, no. That's the, the real way we can fight is by uniting. And talking to people that can be swayed. And when you see someone wearing a mask, fucking ridicule them. They yeah. think they think we are less than dirt. Treat them the same way. Amen. Anything was, else, dude? 
Not really, bro. Yeah, nothing on 911. <laughs> I don't know. I said my part on that, man. Yeah. Just... Now I feel for the families. I feel for the ones lost. Um, that's a tough sacrifice, but realize that it is a sacrifice to get to where we are now. People, people's minds are open, and they people are realizing that this may have just been a scam. And if you're in the situation like, like I was in, where I'm thinking, man, this is a scam. My life sucks. It's I can't believe this happened to me. I can't believe this happened to your husband, wife, whoever it was that died in 9-11. Just realize that it was for the greater good. Everything happens for a reason. I don't believe humans are inherently good, but I don't believe that they're completely bad either. Yes. Re realize that the sacrifice is not in vain. We knew yeah. that we were lied to following and about the events about it. But yeah. we are having these conversations to wake people up, and we are not going to let that happen again. That's what I yeah. was saying. Yeah. But with that, we will catch you next time. I'm glad yes, you sir. tuned in. Uh, if you enjoyed it, like, comment, and subscribe. Check out Honor Guard Coffee, baby. Link down below. Link down below. Extremely, extremely, extremely excited to get a partnership with that man and that company it's just we are actually blessed beyond belief i fucking three years ago i was in quite the hole and to see where i'm at now i was writing about it yesterday in my journal it's just it feels really good we're doing great podcast is going well and there's only better things to come there's only one way to go and that is straight the fuck up baby can't even so. see that high Yes, Amen. Sir. So we'll catch y'all next time. Thanks for tuning in.